Let's go. Um, you know what I'm talking about. So the Gemara says like this. Um, the Gemara says like this. The bottom line in Nunbez Amid Bez. Amar Rav. It says in the Mishnah that if the animal, if you're digging in the well and the animal falls in, so if it falls in forward, you're Chayiv. If it falls in backwards, you're Potter. So what, what, what exactly is the Indian of forwards and backwards when it comes to falling in the well? Why, why would it make a difference? So why would it make a difference of what direction you fall into the well, whether it's forwards or backwards? There's not enough of you to distract me. Amar Rav, lefanov lefanov mamish, la'achov la'achov mamish. Rav says it literally means falling in forward or falling in backwards. What's the difference? The zev is bar. This is both referring to the bar, meaning if the animal falls into the bar, am I chayiv? It depends what direction. If it fell in forward, Rav is l'shitasa. Rav holds the ikrachiv of a bar is the smoke, the foul air, not the impact. So if it falls in forward, so the animal smells it on its way down, then you can attribute the damage due to the foul air. If it falls in backwards and breaks its neck, it's bechalal, not my problem. That's clearly the ground. That's why I'm potter. It's a smell? Yeah, we've had this for like a couple of already. Lahavata. Zev is ever bar and rav tame and rav is lishitasi tame rav bar shachayv lov tayra lahavale vele lahavata. Rav holds that the ikar chiv is the ikar chiv of why you're punished for a bar is not for the impact because the impact is on ground that I don't own. It's rishus arabim. The ikar chiv and, and the fact that I caused it to fall into the ground is a grama. The ikar chiv is the foul air. So it depends on how it falls in. Now, Shmuel, if you remember, Lishitasai holds that you're chayiv for the impact for the foul air. So he'll hold, it doesn't matter whether you're going forwards or backwards, because you're going to be chayiv. So what does the Mishnah mean when it says that if you've fallen backwards, Potter? Uh, Shmuel holds, if it falls into the bar, it doesn't matter what direction it falls in. It could fall in forward, it could fall in backwards, it's chayiv. And Shmuel holds that you're chayiv for both. So what does it mean in the Mishnah when it says that if you fall in backwards, you're potter? It's The case is, you didn't fall in. The animal's walking on top, it gets startled. It doesn't even have to get startled. The truth is, Rashi says it doesn't have to be startled, that's just for the ratio of the Mishnah. The animal's walking on top, it stumbles on the bar, but falls outside of the bar. So the case where it falls backwards, it doesn't mean it didn't fall in. It's, it's a pit, and then it caught its foot on the lip of the pit and fell onto the ground. So that Shmuel holds his potter. Because even Shmuel holds that the Iker Chiv is whether it's for foul air or whether it's for impact, Shmuel would say that's only true in the pit itself. If it falls outside of the pit, then it's Bechlal Pater. So the Gemara says, Here's the problem. Rav holds that in the pit it's only Chayiv if it's forward, not if it's backwards. Because Rav holds that the Iker Chayiv is because of foul air, not because of impact. So if it falls in backwards, it's the impact, and therefore it's Potter. But the Brysa says, Bibar bein lafana bein Chayiv. The Brysa clearly states that in the pit it doesn't matter whether it's forwards or backwards. So how does Rav, Tiyufta de Rav, so how does Rav reconcile this? So Amrav Chizda, Moi de Rav, Bibar Bershusa, Idechayev, Nisham de Amrle Manashach, Ibahavola Miss, Havola Didahu, Ibahavola Miss, Havati Didahu. 
The answer is, Rav's whole shita that you're not chayev for the impact is only a barbashas arabim. Because in Rishas Aram, it's not my ground. So don't blame me for the impact. I did a grama by causing it to you to impact the ground. But if you have barbashusa, right? So that means I, I dig a pit in my backyard and I'm after the area around the backyard and then someone falls in, Rav holds my manushach yuchayev. Because Rob's whole thing that you're not chayev for the impact is only true Rishas Because if it's Rishas it's not my floor. But if it's Rishas Hayachet, it's your ground. You own it. Of course you're responsible. So this Bryce that says that it falls, no matter how it falls, your chayev is talking about a bar Rishas the, the Mishnah that said that your potter from backwards is bar Rishas Okay. That's the first approach. Rabba Omer, another approach. Okay. Rabba says that, you know what the case is? Again, Rav's shita is that if you're only chaya for the foul air. So if it falls backwards, you should be potter because backwards it doesn't, it's not affected by the foul air. It just smacks its back on the ground. I, the mish, the brisa says you chaya if it's backwards. You know what the case is? It landed backwards, but in the air, it was originally frontward and flipped in midair. So the cow, like the goat is falling, so it's, it's head first, so it gets the foul air, then it, on, it flips and falls on its back. The point is you're still chayiv because although the impact is on the back, the foul air it already had on its way down. How big, deep is this pit? I don't know. I don't know. Seriously, these things, I, 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 don't, I don't understand any of them. Yeah, they're Huh? It con- it's concepts. It's concepts. Then you got to apply. Where, 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 we're sharing this with the class. Where do we get the Dr. Browns from? It's not in the fridge. No, that my father has a secret stash. Is it in the fridge? No. No, no, it's fine. No, it's fine. I have water. I don't need it. The Gemara continues. The Gemara continues. Dear God. Rav Yosef Amr, the last answer. Seriously, they're drinking. The last answer. Is Hacha Beniski Bar Bishar Askinan? Rav Yosef has a completely different approach. Again, Rav Shita is that you're Chayiv on a bar for the foul air, not for the impact, which means if you fall on backwards, you potter, because the backwards is no foul air, it just smacks. The problem is this Brysa says that you're Chayiv by a bar, whether it's frontwards or forwards or backwards. The answer is it's not what you think. The case of this Brysa with the foul air, uh, with, with, the, uh, with the falling into the pit, Normally, when someone t- says that there's a chiv when you fall into the pit, it's the owner of the pit has to pay for the damage. That's not what we're talking about over here. The case over here is my ox fell into your pit, and it should not have been there. It's a backyard. You weren't mafker. It, it broke in entering, and it ruined your well. I'm paying. The owner of the ox is paying. So the point is the chiv of the ox is whether it fell in forwards or backwards. It's irrelevant because the chiv of the ox, meaning... If it's a barbashus arabim and my ox falls in, you have to pay, the owner of the pit. That's not the case over here. The case is where my animal broke into your backyard, should not have been there, fell into your pit full of water, ruined your well. I, the owner of the ox, have to pay you. And the point of the brysa is, I have to pay whether my ox fell in frontwards or backwards. Why would I think there'd be a difference? I don't know. Just to, just the point is, so when this brysa says... Um, is not referring to the chiv of the owner of the bar to the ox, but rather the owner of the ox to the bar. So the Gemara says, The cases where the ox fell in, it should not have been in that backyard. It broke and entering. And it fell in and it ruined the waters. And the point of the price is there's no difference of how it fell in. Why would there be a difference? I have no idea. 
The point is, although there is a difference when it comes to Rosh Hashanah, there is no difference when it comes to Rosh Hashanah. Tani Rav Hananiya Lasiula Rav. Rav Hananiya has a brace in the backs of Rav. The, again, Rav Shita is that you're only chayv if it fell in frontwards, not backwards, because the brace clearly states, Nafal Achiyipal Derech Nafila, Mekana Menafal Afanav, Mekalachri Achayiv, Lachra Mekalachri Apater. Zebezebabar. This price clearly states there's a difference between falling in frontwards or backwards. No, I'm good. Amar Now, here's the Gemara's. Okay, it's it's not difficult. You just have to. A little cheshbin, a little math. Amar Mar. Nafal of Mikol Hakriachayv. Okay, let, let's go with this case. I own a pit. Yeah? And inside the pit, my father goes down. And he thinks it's funny to start digging. And he doesn't do enough digging that he makes, that he really contributes to the pit at all. The pit was already 10 tfachim. He maybe adds one or two tfachim, not, not much. He doesn't add any uh, thickness to the pit itself. And he has like a jackhammer. And he's making a lot of noise. The animal falls in. Who's owner? Who's chayiv? The balabar. Why? Shouldn't you pay? Or at least we should pay? You, you, you're, you're, I own a pit. It's 15 tefachim deep. You go in and you, you start digging one tefach. That one tefach doesn't do anything. It doesn't, it's, it's not like you dug 10, you didn't make it ten, irrelevant. But because you did this, you startled the animal, and the animal fell in. Mikol hakriya. Who's chayev? Me, the owner of the pit. Why? Shouldn't we at least be partners? You, 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 you caused the animal fall in. The animal wouldn't have fallen. It was your noise. So what? But it was, it's sort of like a hezek being done by multiple people. My pit, but your noise caused it to fall into my pit. So true, but at least I'm, we should at least be partners. So the Gemara says, the Gemara says like this: Why? I'm not saying that the owner of the pit should be absolved legamri, but I'm saying that why don't we say that the one who who did the digging contributed to the animal falling in? And it should be that your partners, the Gairimle. So Amrav Simi Barashi, Hamani Rav Nasan. This takes us to a new topic that will take us through most of the daf, and that is Rav Nasan Shita. Rav Nasan Shita is as follows it's two factors. Here's the case of Rav Nasan we'll deal with today. My ox gores your ox, really hits it really, really hard, into my father's pit. Who's Chayev? So my ox did all the damage, but it died in my father's pit. Rav Nassim holds two things. One, we're partners. Okay? Meaning it's not that I'm exclusively chayev. We're partners. Secondly, Rav Nassim holds, when partners, I should pay half, you should pay half. Let's say he's potter. Either he has no money, or he has certain heterim that exclude him from, from the chayev. You could collect from me entirely. You have, so it's two factors of Rav Nassim. One, we're both partners. Two, if you can't collect from one, you can collect from the other. So two, going back over here. I have a pit. The owner of the other pit. And the owner of the bar, uh, shar that attacked. Okay. Point is, going back to our discussion over here. I have a pit. My father's digging in the pit, making a lot of noise. Rav Nassim would say, you know, we're talking partners. Do you, can my fa- does my father have to pay? No. Why? Because he didn't do anything via dime. It's technically do it or grumma, he's potter. When you have two partners that you can't collect from one, you collect entirely from the other. That's why I have to pay. We are taka partners. 
Exactly. On paper, we're partners and he's chayev, but because you don't have to make him pay in court, because it's a grama, therefore I have to pay entirely. That's the point. So the Gemara says, Rav Nosani, Domer Balabar Ovid, that Rav Nosan that holds that if you have a hezek that's done between two people, even though, by the way, this is the point of Rav Nosan, you could contribute it that it's 75% guilt by one, 25% guilt, they're both partners. Like over here, if you have to attribute how much guilt is there, my father is the one who made the noise with the, with the startling the animal. It's probably 75% his fault the animal falls in. But I'm 25%. We're both partners. That's fact number one. And two, if one partner doesn't pay, you collect entirely from the other one. That's the point. Detanya, and if we're in our discussion, because the one who's making the noise is technically part of due to technicality, because it's grama, you collect entirely from the valhabar. Detanya, what's this machlaikis? Shar lebar. One ox bangs another ox into a bar. So really, if you have to put guilt it's like 95% guilt on the shar. Because even without the bar, my shar was going to attack. The bar definitely contributed to the injury, but not his fault. Like, if you had to contribute, it's way more fault to the Shabbal shar. So who's chayiv? Bal hashar chayiv, bal abar The Rabbana sheet is very simple. The bal hashar is chayiv entirely. Bal abar is completely potter. He did nothing wrong. Rav Nassim says, no, bal hashar mishali mechza, bal abar mishali mechza. They pay 50-50. That's the shita of Rav Nassim. Okay. Don't know. I don't know if it matters, though. I don't know. So that's the shita of Rav Nassim. So it's 50-50. Now here's, the, here's where we're going to start doing a little... The shor and 50% balabar. Now we're going to do a little bit of math. But wait a minute, there's a b'raith that says Rav Nassim o'imer balabar mishalim shalosh chalokim. U'bal hashar reviyah... You're saying it's 50-50, but there's a b'raisa that says that the owner of the shar pays 75% and the owner of the bar pays 25%. So what's going on? Is it 50-50 or is it 75-25? Loi kasha, habatam, habimud. Meaning, let's go with the, let's go with the, let's go with the, uh, let's go with the names over here. My ox gores your ox into my father's pit. So it's 50-50. I pay 50, he pays 50. I, the price is 75.25. The case of 75.25 is a tam. So because my father, uh, uh, my ox did 50, da- 50% of the damage, I pay chatzin nezek. I'm paying 25%. I'm, all, I'm responsible for 50%. So I pay chatzin nezek of that, which is 25%. He takes the rest, 75%. And here's the kasha. Wait a minute. Here's well, the deal. Why, why is it divided that way? What do you mean? What should it be? It's 50-50. But it's a tam. I'm paying chatzinezek by a tam. You pay, the bar doesn't have a tam musig. So you pay 50% because that's your nezek shalom. I'm a, I'm a bala shar. It's a tam. I pay 50%, which is 25%. Here's the problem though. Then why are you paying 75%? You should pay 50% because that's your responsibility. We're 50 50 partners. You pay 50%. I only have to pay 25% because it's chatzinezek. It sh- you should just get 75%. Instead of it being 100%, 75 and 25, it should be 50 and 25. No, because... Why? Because there was damages. So what? So what? You got 50% of the responsibility. I got 50% of the responsibility. But my 50%, because I'm a Tom, I only pay half of that. So you got 50, I got 25. Why why do you have to pick the bill? Why do you have to pick a bill for me? The other way see that, that the rest falls on the other partner. But but no, but but in this case, it, it depends on how you look at it. Here's the truth. If you look at it, 
if you look at it, there's really two ways to look at it, but either way, it's not going to make a lot of sense. Either you look at it as I'm 100% guilty, you're 100% guilty. But in which case, then why am I paying 25%? I should pay 50% as a time. What's the answer? It's not 100%, 100%. It's 50%, 50%. So it's 50%, 50%. He should get 50%, I should get 25%. Why, am I pay- why is he paying 75%? So the Gemara says, I, I don't understand. How are you analyzing this responsibility of these two partners? You could look at it one way. is I'm 100% guilty, the Balashar, and the Balabar is 100% guilty. We just both pay, f- we, we split it. But if that's the case, if I'm 100% guilty, then my chatzi nezek is 50%. It should be 50 and 50. And if you don't look at it as that I'm 100% guilty, my father's 100% guilty, I'm 50% guilty, he's 50% guilty, so then he should take 50%. I should half of my 50%, which is 25%. And then it should be balabar mishalim palga, balashar revia, vidach revia mafsid. You should only get 75% of the money owed to you. Why, why is the Balabar picking up 75% of the guilt? That's the kasha. So there's two approaches, yeah? There's two approaches to understand this. Number one, it's like this. Amarava, Ravnasan Dainu, Ravnasan is a Dayan, Venachasum Kadidin, he's looking at this in a deep way from a Dayanus. Really, this is how he looks at it. Again, my shar bangs your shar into my father's bar. There's two ways to look at it. I'm 50% guilty, you're 50% guilty, or no. I'm 100% guilty, you're 100% guilty, we're just splitting the bill. That's how you look at it. I'm 100% guilty, you're 100% guilty. Wait a minute. And that's why you're getting 100% of the money back. But wait a minute, if I'm 100% guilty, and my father's 100% guilty, I'm a tam, I should pay chati nezek, I should pay 50%. Why am I paying 25% and he's paying 75%? You know what the answer is? There's no purpose of a partnership other than to lessen my payment. The whole Indian, right? If, if I, think about it. If my animal attacked your animal without the pit involved, and I'm 100% guilty, how much am I paying? 50%. It's $1,000 Nezek, I'm paying $500. If my animal attacked your animal into my father's pit, I come to the rabbi and he says, don't worry, don't worry, you and your father are partners, partners, partners. I say, okay, that's great. It's always good to have partners in payment. How much am I paying? You're paying 50%. Dude, I pay 50% without him. The partnership has to do something for me. Without me, without me, how much is he paying? 100% because it's a bar. Without him, how much am I paying? 50%. But you're telling me that when we get together, I'm paying 50%, he pays 50%? No way. That's not fair. It must be that in order, the union of Shutzvis is to lessen the load on each other. Therefore, I'm paying 25%. He's paying 75%. He benefits from the partnership that he's not paying 100%. I benefit from the partnership that I'm not paying 50%. If not for that, then it, it can't be that I'm paying the same amount with or without a partner. It just doesn't make sense. That's the point. That's the first answer. We both have savings of 25%. Exactly. There has to be some savings in being a partner. Even though you could argue if I'm paying, I'm responsible 100%, he's responsible 100%, that is 50%, but then I'd be the same responsibility whether I have a partner or not. It's, it's, it's illogical. You're saving. I have, we have to save something. Yeah, that's equal, the 25%. Correct. But I don't even know, exactly. It has to be that we save by being partners. That's the first answer. Why? If I'm paying the same amount, then what's the purpose of having a partner? Second answer. Really? I'll say it outside, we'll see it inside. 
Or you could look at it this way. I'm 50% responsible, my father's 50% responsible. Now, if we look at it that way, I'm only 50% responsible. Chatsi Nezek of that is 25%. Perfect. My father 50% responsible, he should pay 50%. It should be 50 and 25. Why is he paying 75? You want to know why? Where did the ox, where did they find the dead body? It's the carcass. The carcass where? No, but where did they find it? In his pit. You're you're 100%. If you find a dead animal in your pit, you're responsible. Ah, you want to say, but it was Avi's animal that Gordon didn't push it there. I might say, right. You want you want to save some money? You want to save some money? You bring in a partner. What you cannot prove, you're going to pay. Meaning, you're looking at it as sort of like a blank slate. And I'm 50% responsible, and he's 50% responsible. He pays 50%, I pay 25%. Beautiful. That's not how the world works. My ox was found dead in your property. You're 100% responsible. You're like, no, 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 Avi's, Avi's animal gorded. It's a, it's a, it's a shutzfis. So I tell you, here's the deal. You write me a check for 100% because I found the animal in your backyard, in your pit. You want to get money reimbursed from Avi? Go ahead. Whatever you can get from good. But you're not making it that I don't, I don't get less money because of this. Meaning, this concept of like a shikotar of who's responsible, because the animal is found in your pit, you have 100% responsibility. You could get reimbursed from your partner. But because you can only get 25% from me, he's going to have to pay 75%. That's how we look at it. Well, I don't know if I'm actually literally handing the money to him, but the, the, the point is the chiv is 100% on him, even though he did 50%, because the animal was found in his property, it's sort of like, it's like a chazaka that he's at fault. It's like he's 100% at fault until, and then the partner comes in and reimburses him. But I'm only paying 25%. Why? Why would that partner have to give anything at this point? Because he's able to prove that my animal and did that. Okay. I know, it's very interesting. It, it's sort of like we work backwards. Right. We'll, we'll see it inside. The Gemara says, Really, I did 50%, my father did 50%. You're going to ask, then, If you're going to ask, well, if it's 50 50 partnership, 50 50 at fault, then my father should pay 50, I should pay 25, and then the, the, the damaged party should lose out. The answer is, The reason why that doesn't work is because the damaged property can say to the owner of the pit, I found my dead ox in your pit. You killed it. You're at fault because that's where we found the dead body. Like, you got the smoking gun. Therefore, I'm going to take all the money from you. And whatever I can't recover from that other one, I'll recover from meaning, meaning like this. I'm going to go to the, the Balashar first, and I'm going to say, pay me. And he's going to say, well, I'm paying Chatzinezek, 25%. Great. And now I'm going to you. You have the dead body. You're covering the rest. Basically, it's saying that although you're 50% responsible, because the dead body is found in your property, it's sort of like the onus is on you. Because I could claim 100% from you. Something like that. It sounds like it's a little meagre. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. It's a very interesting sheet. Um, okay. We said before that if the, the machlekes of Nasan and Rabbanan is the case where one ox gores another ox into a pit. Let's say instead of my ox goring your ox into a pit, instead this is what I do. You have a pit. I put a rock in front of the pit, causing an ox to stumble in. So it's the same thing. 
The same way if my ox would gore your ox into the pit, I'm responsible, and you're responsible, we split it. So too over here, if I put a rock in front of the pit and it trips into the pit, you're also, we share responsibility. It's the same thing. Well, it's, it's, it's what it. Is, what is this? Yeah, it's 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 a bar. Okay, so two bars. Yeah. The Gemara says, Meaning, do we look at it as the Baal, the one uh, the, the one who's responsible is the one who put out the obstacle, or is the one who is responsible um, the one who's responsible uh, split? So we said it's the same machlekes. The Gemara says, Pshita. Okay, yeah, so it's a chiddush. Mao the same. You might think, awesome. Who damer Baal habar lebaal ashari lavi bar Maybe over there you could say they share responsibility because the owner of the pit can tell the owner of the damaging ox, if not for my pit, your ox would have killed it. Meaning your ox is going to kill the other one. My pit sort of shared it. But over here, maybe the one who put the rock is completely absolved. Why? Because he could say to the, the other one, if your pit wasn't there, the animal would have just like tripped on nothing. Like, I put the rock there and the animal stumbles. I could say to the owner of the pit, if your pit wasn't there, no damage happens. The reason why that's not a good argument is because then the owner of the pit could say, if not for your rock, who said it would fall in? Basically, it's, you know. The Gemara says, Because then the person could respond that if not for your stone, who said it would fall into the pit? Okay, Itmar, go to the next page. Itmar, Shar, Vishar, Psule, Hamakdashim, Shinaghu. Okay, this is a very misleading line. Rashi has explained. You have it. Instead of before, we had the Machlegis of Nasan and the Rabbanon. It was ox into an ox into a pit. This is very simple. This is uh, much more simple. Me and my father both own oxen, and they gore your ox. So it's two ox that gore at the same time. Now, which oxen are they? One's an ox, a regular ox, mine is a regular ox, and my father's is a hegdish ox. Hegdish ox is potter. Now, what's the case of a hegdish ox? So it says psule mikdashim, but psule mikdashim usually means the animal that was a carbon that was redeemed. That is not what we're referring to, because if the animal was a carbon that was redeemed, it is responsible. The halacha is that if you redeem an animal, it's potter if for a bar, but for a shar, it's chayv. It's a regular ox for a shar. So that's not the case of here. Rashi says it specifically, my new shar bechar It's a bechar because even after a bechar becomes blemished, it's still holy. Basically, the kids are you have me and my father both have oxen. Okay, mine's a regular ox, his an ox of hegdish. So it's either it's a still a healthy carbon or it's a blemished carbon that was redeemed or a bechar. The kids are it's a hegdish. He doesn't have to pay because it's hegdish. So we both gore your ox. According to Rav Nasan, according, according to Rav Nasan, we're both partners, and you can't get money from him, so you get it from me. According to the Rabbanon, we're both partners, but I only have to pay for my half. I'm not paying for his half. Right, but, but we're partners. True, but according to Rav Nasan, Rav Nasan's chiddush is that if you can't get money from one, you get money from the other, meaning the other one will cover the bill. According to Rabbanon, no, 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 no. I'll pay so for my half, and that is all. According to Rabbanon, you would pay 100%. So if it's a Tom, let's just speak this out. If it's a Tom, according to Rabbanon, I'm paying 25. According to Rabbanon, I'm paying 50. If it's a Muad, I'm paying 100. And according to Rabbanon, I'm paying 50. Yeah. So the Gemara says, 
Abai Amr Mishalim Chatsi Nezek, Ravina Amr Mishalim Ravina Nezek. Abai says you pay 50%, Ravina says you pay 25%. Oh, and the Gemara says Mamish exactly what Gavin said. Hava Habatam. The case is a Tam. Harabanon Hakarav Nasan. If you follow the Rabbanon, then I have to pay 25%. If you follow Rav Nasan, then I pay 50%. Because again, I, I, we're partners. I did half of the damage. Half of the damage is technically, well, it's, it, well, it's 50%, but it's a tom, so I'm responsible for 25%. There are about to say, I only have to pay 25%. But if you look at a quinter of Nasan, me and my father both did the damage, which means between the two of us, it's 100% damage. By a tom, that means you pay 50%. He doesn't have to pay at all, so you collect it from me. So it's 50%. 50% of 25%. Or, or it could be the entire Brisa follows the Rabbanon. It could be Tam and Mood. Meaning, if it's a Tam, I pay 25%. If it's a Mood, I pay 50%. Or have a different version. Some say that Abaya said, Ravina said, Nezek Shalom. So how would that be? So, It's talking about a Mood. According to Rav Nasan, if it's a Mood, I pay Nezek Shalom. Because he doesn't have to pay at all, so I cover the bill, which is Nezek Shalom. According to the Rabbanon, he doesn't pay half, I pay half, which is Chati Nezek, and it's a mood. So yours, yours is a mood, his is a tam. No, we're talking about they're both a mood. They're both a mood. Hub a mood. I mean, the animals are a mood. So we're both, or, or my animal's a mood, probably all that matters. Yours so, is a mood, and his is a, is a tam. <sighs> and it's Rav Nasan. You take his responsibility. Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. That's a great question. I don't know. So let's go with the let's let's go with the, they're both a mood. Yeah, they're both a mood. So the Gemara says, Okay. Alright, that was pretty I mean if you understand it it goes well. If you don't understand, you probably don't know what I'm talking about. Good. Amarava, here's the deal. Let's say you have Shar Va Adam Shadachfulabar. Okay. Me, Gavin, and my father. Here's the deal. We'll pick Menasha. Hey, Menasha. We'll pick Menasha's, Menasha's cow. I'm a person. Gavin's a cow. My father's a pit. Me and my father. How are we doing? Me and my father. No, me and Gavin both push Menasha's ox into my father's pit. So I'm Adam Shar Bar. So three of us <coughs> have gotten together to damage that ox. Me, I push it. You, I, you push it. Pit. So now you have three partners. So you'll say, we all split it. Here's the problem. What about chiyuvim that only apply to people? There are some chiyuvim that only apply to people. There's some chiyuvim that only apply to ox. There's some chiyuvim that only apply to bar. So here's the rule. The basic rule is pretty simple, and that is, you pay for the thing that you're responsible for. Okay, so let's see it inside. Sharva adam shadach bar. So you have three nazikin. You got a shar, an adam, and a bar all getting together to hurt this cow. When it comes to paying damages, people, bar, and shar all pay damages. Therefore, we're all partners. Let's say we hurt a person instead of Menashe's cow. We hurt a person. So when you hurt a person, what do you do? So what's the halacha? So when an animal hurts a person, you pay nezek. When a bar hurts a person, you pay nezek. But when a person hurts a person, you pay for the four things. So we hurt a person. So you're a shar, you're a bar. You pay nezek, you pay nezek. I pay nezek and the four things. Because I'm another. So I pick up my responsibility. You guys don't have to pay for my responsibility. Okay? Adam chayiv v'shar u'bar potter. I'm chayiv and you're both potter. Okay? 
Let's keep going. Let's say in this act we killed a slave. So what's the halacha? Who pays kaifer? A shar pays kaifer. Does a person pay kaifer? No. Does a bar pay kaifer? No. So the shar will chayiv on the mubar patur. Keep going. Let's go with this. Let's go kalim first. Kalim. Uh, a person is chayiv kalim? Yes. A shar is chayiv kalim? Yes. A bar is potter from kalim. So a bar does not have to pay for any kalim that gets damaged in this process. And what about psule mikdashim, which means a carbon that was redeemed? It was a carbon and then it blemished and redeemed. If a person damages that a- 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 ox, again, very simple. Gavin, you had a shlamim that was a uh, balmum, so you redeemed it. It's now part of your flock. If I, as a person, hurt it, do I have to pay you? Yes. If a shar hurts it, do they have to pay you? Yes. If it falls in a bar, does the balabar have to pay? No. So therefore, in this case, bal habar. Adam Potter. Okay. My time. And now, what we're going to do from the end of the daf, we'll be done in three minutes. Uh, you see from here that if the animal as a psuli mukdashin, which means it was holy at some point and then it was redeemed, the halacha is that if it fell into a bar, the bala bar is potter. We had this a couple days ago. I'm not a zechul guy, I don't remember. We had this a couple days ago, like recently, maybe even Shabbos. We had it. That how do I know that a psuli mukdashin is potter by a bar? Because the pasuk says, by a bar, right? If my animal falls into a bar, I get the carcass back. So it only applies to someone who could keep the carcass. But because of Psuli Mikdashim, the halacha is that you have to treat the car- carcass with certain holiness. It's not Bechlal the Parsha. Okay. So that's the source here. We said before that if a bar, if a Psuli Mikdashim falls into a bar, the Bala bar is potter. My time, what's the source? Amar Krav because the Pasuk says that an animal dies in the pit. The pit's owner has to pay, and the carcass belongs to the Baal Hashar. It only applies to someone, an animal that you could just do whatever you want with. It says the carcass is yours. Do with it what, what, that which you feel fit. That means it only applies to an animal that you could do whatever you want. Which excludes Psulim Mikdashim because it has certain halachas to the holiness of the Psulim Mikdashim. Remember the Pshite Leila Rava. This is what Rava is so confident that Psulim Mikdashim is potter by a bar. Didn't Rava ask this? Now he's just saying it definitively. The boy Rava didn't Rava say sharp psulim mikdashim of Barmahu? Is there a chi of bar by psulim mikdashim? What's the shaila based on? Hi v'meis yeloi. What does v'meis yeloi teach you? V'amir meis yeloi yatsis hashenim meis yeloi. Is v'meis yeloi excluding a psulim mikdashim? Asks Rava. Or oydil v'meis yeloi lebaylim etab menevelu hudasa. Or perhaps v'meis yeloi is not excluding psulim mikdashim. It's telling you who owns the carcass. Who owns the carcass? Uh, it's, by the way, huge nafkaminus. Why? Your ox falls into my pit. It was worth $1,000, and then it dies. The carcass is worth $500. How much do I pay? If you own the carcass still, I just pay $500. If the carcass is mine, that means I have to pay you $1,000, and it's my responsibility to get the carcass out of the pit. Allah tells you it's still yours. So how do you taisha v'ameshi Eloi? Is it telling you that you own the carcass? Or is it telling me that bar is pasal, is patur by psulim mikdashim? Rava asked that question. Now Rava is so confident, the answer is yes, pasal the boy, the pasha. That's generally how it works. You ask a question and then you uh, and then you become more confident when you get the answer. Okay. So how does Rava know if v'ameshi Eloi teaches you that 
that potter by psul mikdash and by a bar, how do you know that the damaged party retains ownership of the carcass? It says twice. It says it by shar and it says it by bar. So he learns it out by the shar part. So here's the kasha. Very, very simple. We'll end with this. Okay, the hamesi aloy is said in two different places. Yeah, it says by shar and it says by bar. There's two ways how you could translate it. You could translate it as the, it's telling you that you retain the carcass. So chayiv by psulei mikdashim. Or it's telling you potter by psulei mikdashim. So what do we say? By a bar, it's telling you potter by psulei mikdashim. By a shar, it's telling you you keep the carcass by psulei mikdashim. Maybe reverse it. I Meaning you have an option that you could, you, you have two drushes. It says the word of Amesi twice. One is to tell you, Potter by Psulim Mikdashim, and one is to tell you, Chayib Psulim Mikdashim, but you keep the carcass. So he's saying, by Shar Chayib Psulim Mikdashim, but by Bar Potter. Maybe reverse it. Maybe it should be Chayib by a Bar and Potter by a Shar. It's just drawing lines. So the Gemara says, Maybe reverse it. So how do you know that Psulim Mikdashim is potter by a bar and chayy by a shar? Maybe it should be potter by a shar and chayy by a bar. The answer is mistabra potter gabi bar. It makes more sense that it'll be potter by a bar. Why? Hoyul potter by a because a bar is potter by kalim. Therefore, it makes more sense that it'll be potter by Psulim Mikdashim as well. Adaraba. Potter gabi shar shekain potter by chatzin nezek. On the contrary, maybe it should be potter by shar because the shar only pays chatzin nezek. So you see that the Torah wants to be potter by shar. The answer is kulin nezek mila eshkechen. It's potter by chatzin nezek, but it's not potter nezek shalom. By kalim, it's potter legamri. Therefore, you see the Torah is more lenient by a bar, and therefore by a bar, not only will it be potter by kalim, it'll be potter by pesulim mikdashim as well. We'll stop here. We'll pick it up tomorrow with the the next. Just have, we know we're potter from kalim. That we're going to see in tomorrow's daf. It's...